Reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Victory, oh, oh yeah, great. 
there is that victory. Oh, oh, oh. Great. Where is that sting? Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For your labor in the Lord is not in vain. We all shall say that. Where is that victory? Oh, 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 great. Where is that sting? We all shall say that. Where is that victory? Oh, 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 great. Where is that sting? We all shall say that. Where is that victory?
everything I did for you Apostle to the world You were chosen and anointed To be the leader of the team I could have chosen Matthew, Mark or Luke But I called you and I chose you Remember how we walk on water How we calm the storm Peter, do you really love me? I asked this question three times Don't you have any feelings for me? I'm struggling to understand you Peter, do you really love me? Why did you say you didn't know me? You betrayed me just like
Thank you for this evening. We are grateful for the privilege to be in your presence. We ask that you speak to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes. You may please be seated. John 21. 
was it? Yes. Mm, yeah, that is it. Peter. So when they had died, verse 15. When they had died, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. The next verse. He saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. As we are seated, can you lift up your two hands and ask the Lord to prosper your ministry? As a pastor, as a shepherd, as a basenta leader, just pray ask the Lord to just prosper your ministry. I, I, I said lift your hands because that's your hands. It's a work of your hands and it must prosper. Yes, pray that Lord, these hands, these hands, it's not just my carpentry work or my milk and sugar selling work, but my ministry work. Bless these hands, Lord. Bless these hands. Let the work of my hands prosper. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. So God is going to prosper your, the work of your hands. When you see your ministry, we must get the feeling that there's a blessing on you. We must get the feeling that there is a blessing on you. You know, you can see somebody something and you get the impression that this person, there's a problem with him. It's not normal. There, there must be a curse in the area 18. Because the thing is dry. It's, it's dry. It's not working. You know. It's not working. And there's a problem somewhere. You know. That's why I really like this um, chapter I'm sharing from. But the good shepherd. Because it's not a small thing to be good. It's not a small thing to be good. It, it is It takes a lot to be good at whatever you are doing. Yeah, it takes a lot to be good. A good student, a good carpenter, a good, a good mason. It takes a lot. Most masons, their things are like God's creation. Shared. <laughs> you know. 
it, it takes a lot to be good. But you will be good. Amen. You'll be good. Yeah, when, when people see what you are doing, they won't say it, but so, the, 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 this guy is good at what he does. When they hear you teaching, they will know that this guy is good. I want you to listen very well to the uh, second point. I mean, the, the, the ten points I, I gave you on preaching, teaching, and healing. Listen to them. And don't just listen to them as news. You know, because you can listen to a message as if it's like some news you are picking. You know, but listen with a mind that you are going to do something. You see, those who are blessed by my messages all over the world, they don't just listen to them as news. You know, they, they send me text messages and pictures and data on the things they are doing because of this point. This point made me do this. This point made me do this. So, don't listen as if, oh, it's some news, some breaking news. It won't help you. It won't help you. Because there's no way someone like me can challenge BBC or CNN. If you want news to listen to, there's GB, GTV, BBC. <laughs> These are anointed messages. It's not, it's not for news. That is, if, like Bishop Oedipo will say, if you are interested. <laughs> if you are interested. Because you will discover that not everyone is interested. So if you are interested, but you have to be interested because if you are not interested, you'll be sacked. <laughs> yes. Once we see that you are not interested, you'll be sacked. Yeah. <laughs> so today, I am on being good at what you do. That is being a good shepherd and the keys. 35 keys. And uh, it's very important for me to um, send across the signal that you must try to be very good at what you are doing. Try. Try to be a good shepherd. Welcome to those who have just come. It's nice to see you. And it's a blessing. So, how many of you intend to be good? Yeah. Beautiful. Because it's when you are good at something that you do it with joy. And it is with that bucket of joy that we draw from the wells of salvation. You must not approach ministry as if you are going to write a chemistry A level, A level chemistry paper. You know, you must, you must, you must have a bounding step when you are approaching your center service. When you are going to church, I mean, when I'm when I'm come to church, uh, everything is a disturbance. I can't wait to start preaching, <laughs> but because we have to follow protocol. That's why we are allowed. I mean, if I, I from my car, no, straight to the stage. Yes. <laughs> I, I like my work. Pa, I'm just, uh, and I'm praying that you will also like your work. It's, it, and it is when you like your work that you make sacrifices towards it. And it's the sacrifices you make that will give you power. So, become a good shepherd. 
I'm preaching from the art of shepherding. Become a good shepherd by following all the examples set by the good shepherd. That's, that, that, that is plain. You become good at something by following someone who, who has been called good. Yeah. Unfortunately, few people have that wisdom. People prefer to be struggling when there's someone doing well in that area. Because they lack the humility to pursue. They lack the humility to be seen, to be copying. Or they are just disinterested. That's all. You know, because, I mean, really, how, all these services we are having are, are not necessary. You know, Jesus is a good shepherd. And he's in the Bible. So if you want to be a good shepherd, go into the Bible and have your quiet time where Jesus Christ things are read. R-E-D, red letters. But we, we won't. You see, so it is important for us to have our eyes on Jesus. And he, he, he's very good. He was very good. And he's still shepherding us. He's very good at what he does. So let's love and admire and copy Jesus. That's how to be good. You become good by companying with the good. Number two, you become a good shepherd by preaching, teaching, and healing. That's the mainstay. A shepherd is a feeder. Yes. And the degree to which you become good depends on the degree to which you teach very well and preach very well. Very important. You must develop that skill. How to stand with one verse and speak for 10 minutes. How to stand with one verse and speak for two hours. Insights. Insights. How to have insights. Did I give you one of the points as having your quiet time? One of the points should have, if there's no quiet time, then we are going back. Did I mention quiet time as one of the points? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's quiet time that also, you know, there are a few things that make you a good teacher and a preacher. One of them is daily quiet time. Oh, yes. Yes. It gives you power over scriptures. Because quiet time itself is a process of breaking down scripture, which is what teaching is. So if you're able to have quiet time daily, when do we give you a verse to preach from? It is like mock exam. You've done it before. So don't be someone who doesn't read his or her Bible every day. Read it every day. Another way to be a good pastor, good preacher, is to visit people a lot and talk to people a lot, which is what we are coming to do today. You know, visit people a lot, talk to people a lot, because it will give you examples, windows, so that your preaching is not like a submarine without windows. A windowless room. But when you have 
examples without mentioning names and places. Your, 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 your preaching becomes enriched. Which is what the Lord spoke to me about when I entered here. That I should tell you when I got here, I heard it clearly. Tell them to work very hard. When you work very hard, you prosper in the natural. Yes. In the same way, in the ministry, when you work very hard, you prosper. And one of the ways we see your prosperity is your preaching, through your preaching. Yes. You must be a well sought after basenta leader that people want you to come and preach in their meetings. You can't be an area boy forever. Number three, which is what we are doing today, become a good shepherd by relating to the sheep. Relating to the sheep. You know? It says, every shepherd must discover the art of relating with other human beings. Influencing human behavior is one of the most important skills a pastor must develop. So when you are a pastor, the degree to which you are good depends on how you influence people. Mm. And you influence well when you relate well. So today we are going to talk about relating with your members. Your members are not just there to be counted and forms filled. Working with human beings is a very complex undertaking. It is more difficult to learn how to relate with and influence human beings than to do heart surgery. Heart operation. It's more difficult. It's far easier to operate on the heart than to relate with human beings. Complex. Human beings are complex. And unfortunately, that is your work. That is your work. So you better learn it. If you don't know how to relate with human beings, you will not be a good shepherd. Pastors live and die without learning this very important skill of relating with and influencing other people. Your work as a shepherd is to influence people. 
That's your work. Are you in the service? Nicolina, that's your work. I tell you, your members, your work is to influence them. Period. Influence them to go to heaven. Influence them to pray. I mean, how was the person before he or she fell into your hands? The person was an evil sinner. An unbeliever. Son, are you with me? An unbeliever. I mean, can you imagine me falling into the hands of somebody? And the person has got work to do. Oh, yes. I mean, as I stand in front of you as a 16-year-old boy, I mean, I've been to town and back and gone again and come back. You need to influence me to like church. If I fall into your hands, you must influence me to like church because where I came from, I liked it. Yes, I liked it. So you need to develop the art of influencing me not to like nightclubs. That I liked so much that from 7.38 p.m. to 5 a.m., I would have passed through six nightclubs in town, drinking, smoking, back to back. We know where we start and where we end. Beautiful. And I've fallen into your hands. You need to know how to influence me to sit down in the church. If you cannot influence me, you have failed. You are a useless shepherd. As many of you are useless. You cannot even influence a church member to come to church. Your own Basenta service. You cannot influence your members to come for the Basenta service. You cannot influence your member to, to come for a flow prayer meeting. How much an unbeliever? How much more an unbeliever? But after tonight, ha, you'll be good. Amen. You'll be an influencer. Amen. I said you'll be an influencer. Amen. Your work, please down. We have not started the meeting. Your work as a shepherd is to influence. You know, if you are ever asked to write an essay about the, the work of a shepherd, just one liner. A shepherd is an influencer. Follow me and I will make you. I'll make you. By the time I'm done with you, you have been molded and shaped into another type of person. You meet a 16-year-old boy who has his quiet time with pornography. He wakes up in the morning lifts the mattress and picks glossy magazines skin to skin beautiful (laughs) 
And now you are going to get me to read my Bible every day. You must have something to dislodge me from that fixation to pornography to the word of God. Some of you sitting here have not been able to be dislodged because the shepherd who is shepherding you or who shepherded you did a bad job. Our members are not there for us to just count them. Has somebody changed since the person came into your hands? Just carrying people up and down, busting up and down. Look, a lot of your... Can I tell you something? Am I allowed to speak the truth? Jacoby, am I allowed to speak the truth in the service? Or it's on Sundays. Here. The pillar of truth. Okay. Can I tell you something? A lot of the busing you do, eh, the people who sit on those buses don't sit on the buses because they are coming to church. It's a town ride. It's for sightseeing. A lot of them, when they come to church, they just pass through to the other side. Some go to Oyibi town for two hours and return to sit on the trees. You are just providing transport services for some people. If you can really influence, then let them come to church without a bus. Beautiful. The one who influenced me made me go to church without a bus. Walk from my house to the junction. Far. Take a car to town. Then start the real walking. Wow. <laughs> Can you make someone Or you are just a title holder, basenta leader, pastor, shepi, revo, pastor, MS, LP, LR, bispo. Father, make these guys sitting here, anoint them to make people. To make them, make them into, into, into beings they have not been before. Give them that skill. Let their hands be oiled. Let their hearts be influenced. Give them what they need. Give them, Lord, what they need to change lives. Kai, give it to them, Lord. Let every young boy, young girl, man, woman, whatever we are, give us that ability to change people. 
give us that ability to let people undergo complete metamorphosis. Complete change. Till they are unrecognizable to themselves. That's ministry. That's ministry. Not bossing people. Believe God that somebody will change. Those guys sitting in front of you in your bar center meeting, believe God that some of them will change and will send you messages about testimonies. So, John chapter 10, is the basis. So, so, please remember that we are talking about becoming a good shepherd by relating well to the sheep. Very important. Now, I want you to listen very carefully tonight because I am doing more of telling, telling, just talking than even teaching. Yeah, just, just listen. You know, you can take notes, but listen. That's all, just for a few minutes. John 10. How to relate well. That's all. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, that person who climbed some other way is a thief and a robber. Now, note the two. These are the words we are looking at today. A thief and a robber. A thief. So, there is a shepherd. I'm talking about relating with um, your sheep. Verse 2. But he that entereth in. So, verse 2 is the fulcrum around which we are going to revolve today. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. So, we have seen in verse 1 Someone who entered not by the door. And then verse 2. We have seen someone who has entered by the door. Verse 3. Now, the one who enters by the door, the porter openeth. And the sheep hear his voice. 
And he called his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. So there are a few things we need to look at here. There are some things to that one. If you go to verse one, you see that there is, um, there's something called door. There is door, a door, the word door. There's a sheepfold. There's a thief. There's a robber. Verse two. There's a door. Then there's the, we see for the first time shepherd and sheep. So we've seen shepherd. We've seen sheep, we've seen thief, we've seen robber, we've seen door. Verse 3, we've seen sheep fold. So to him, the porter, to now, it's a very important word here, porter. That's the one we've not seen today. The new word is porter. Please listen because you are going to go home soon. But before you go home, I need you to know that there are two types of shepherds. There is a cursed shepherd and a blessed shepherd. That's that's all. There's a cursed. There's a there's a shepherd who is cursed. You know, every profession has its hazards. Now, a curse can come upon you just because you are a shepherd. Yes, because you can also die on an electricity pole just because you work for ECG. It's called occupational hazard. A teacher can die of silicosis just because he or she has inhaled a lot of chalk. If she wasn't a teacher, she wouldn't have had that problem. A nurse can fall in love with a patient. If she was working in the kitchen pantry in the hospital, of the hospital, she would never have met a patient to fall in love with her. But because she's on the ward, so every work you do comes with its hazards. Now, a shepherd has a hazard. A curse can come upon you because you are a shepherd. Ezekiel 34. Verse 2. I'm just laying a little foundation then we go. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe, woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? So when you are a shepherd and you feed yourself, a woe. Woe comes upon you. And what is what's the meaning of the word woe? 
It means great sorrow. Check your dictionary. Great sorrow. Great distress. And troubles. If you were not a shepherd, you would not have had this problem. So tonight is the night some of you will need to resign. Deliver yourself from this occupational hazard. Look, anything that has, you see, the greater the blessed. Oh, you are making me. I, I don't like to deviate too much when I'm preaching. I need to finish an assignment. Anything that helps you greatly can destroy you greatly. Anything that is a great blessing can be a great curse. Indeed, the degree to which you can experience its disadvantages is based on the degree to which the advantages also exist. So, a lot of advantages come with a lot of problems. So, you see that Dying in a car accident is different from dying in a plane accident. Because a plane takes you faster than a car. So if you are ready to enjoy the speed of the plane, then be ready to vanish. You won't find your body. If the knife is very, very sharp, it cuts the meat and dices the food fast. The same way if it's cutting your finger. Speed. But if the knife is blunt, it, it, it doesn't, doesn't hurt much if it cuts your finger. So the same way it won't cut the meat well. So anything that has great blessings has got great problems. Yes. The ministry, ministry, shepherding, pastoring. Look at me. If you can't see anything, just look at me. If you are looking for a blessed person, I'm standing in front of you. Abba. There is no classmate of mine who is my classmate. <laughs> you must pay anyone who makes you a shepherd in this church. It's, it is, it's an onapos. You won't get it. It's onaporific. To be made a pastor means to be delivered from all manner of problems. Ministry Ministry is the key. Is the key to sanity, to the life you are looking for. It's because of ministry that I have a child going to become a doctor. Yes. Don't joke with it. Stop it. 
when I was a doctor, the school she was attending, she was 28 out of 35. Useless. At an early age, seven, eight, nine, little girl. Even my relationship with her was even spoiling. It was degenerating because my relationship with her was based on beatings. And how much can you beat? How much beating can you inflict on a human being? But because of ministry, I was transferred. So the pastor thought he was transferring me from the church. What he didn't know was that he was transferring my daughter from a bad place to a good place. But, but were you not a weed smoker? When somebody makes you a pastor, a shepherd, he has blessed you. I mean, it overhauls your life in a way I don't even know how to describe it. There is a peace you will know in your home that you will never know if you are in the bank. You know, don't be impressed with facades. Appearances. A lot of them are just empty noise-making gongs. The best place of your life is where you are sitting. A Basenta leader. That's the best place of your life. Don't shift from that place. It's not today. Those who know me from Mateo, they can tell you. Yes, 30 years ago, I was saying that. You, you can take my medical degree, but please leave the pulpit for me. Have you ever heard me say that? Because with the pulpit, I can shoot faster than a doctor with a degree. Abba, pastors who haven't been to school are employing graduates. <laughs> can you clap your hands for ministry? You're joking. Even, even, even self-respect and dignity to, I, I mean a human being's dignity it's ministry which confesses on you I mean think of it, where in this world will someone like you call people to sit down in front of you where and they will sit down and listen to you even with your bad English they are calling you pastor where And you have an armor bearer, a cap bearer, oil bearer. Pakusha kata pakata. More than half of you since you were born, you've never cut a cake before. What the Lord has done for me, I cannot tell it all. What the Lord has done for me, I cannot tell it all. Has done for me, I cannot. 
Tell it all. He asked me and washed me with his blood. Yeah. What the Lord has done for me. I cannot tell it all. Some of you were about to commit suicide. Because what even five men did to you, you had no dignity. It's the church that you came to have something small. I cannot tell it all. He has raised me and washed me with his blood. But I'm just saying that anything with such a magnitude of blessing also, you see, the bigger the blessing, the bigger the curse. So I'm just, I don't know, I didn't want to deviate, but I'm just saying that there are two types of shepherds. There are the woe shepherds. I'm building on something. There's the cursed shepherds. And then there are the blessed shepherds. Matthew 23. 38. That, those are the blessed shepherds. 39. Matthew 28, 39. For I say unto you, you shall not see me henceforth, till ye shall say, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. So, so, a shepherd comes to you in the name of the Lord, but he can come as a woe-cursed shepherd or a blessed shepherd. Now, now, note that phrase, comes in the name of the Lord. Matthew 28 and verse number 39. Matthew 23, 39. Beautiful. Matthew 23, yes, clap your hands for the Lord. Now, so, 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 so that is it. I'm talking now, I just want you to know that there is somebody we call a cursed shepherd. Is that you? Yes. There's a cursed shepherd. And there's also a blessed shepherd. Now, how do we come by? I mean, how does a shepherd become blessed? How do we have how do we come by a blessed shepherd? How do you become a blessed shepherd? I'm talking about relating to the sheep. Having relationships with the sheep. So there's a shepherd. The sheep are here. How does a person become a blessed shepherd? Is there? Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. I just need you to notice in the name of the Lord. Okay. Then the cursed shepherd. Ezekiel 34. How does he come? He comes In his name. With his needs. Wow. With his needs. 
So note it. One is coming in the name of the Lord. One is coming with his needs. In his name. Beautiful. So now let's start the meeting. John 10. Verse 1. I just need you to have this background so that you understand what I'm saying. Relating. Now, verily I say to you, he that entereth not by the door is a thief. Now, that thief and a robber is the cursed shepherd. Who is a thief? A thief comes to take something from you. A thief takes from you. Get it right. A thief takes by the time he's done with you, you have a lower dignity, lower self-esteem, of course, lower finances. That's a thief. You have something. He comes for it. That's a thief and a robber. Now, then verse 2. But there is one who is the good shepherd. When he comes to you, he comes in the name of the Lord. Or he enters in by the door. By the door. Relating to your sheep. Um, tonight is about sheep and how I relate with you. And I'm saying that how I am coming to you, how you approach a sheep, like, like this is a shepherd, this is a shepherd, this is a sheep. How did I come to stand in front of you? Did I come to stand in front of you through the door? Did I pass through the door to come to you? Or I jumped a window to come to you? It will determine how I relate with you. The one who enters by the door it's the real shepherd. Now, if you go to verse 7 of this same John 10, you see, go down to verse 7. You go there, we come back. Said, then Jesus said to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door. I am the door. I am the door. So, so this is the message. This is the message. Listen very carefully. When you are going to the sheep and you do not go through Jesus, you steal. You rob. You see? 
The reason why many of us cannot, and I'm going to tell you something soon, in two minutes, and then we close. But the reason why some of us are not able to prosper in the ministry is that we have not got this right. Because you see, a pastor's prosperity in the ministry is directly related to his sheep handling skills. And I'm going to give you a few reasons. So I don't, want to, I, I don't want to go beyond this point. Most of what will happen to a pastor in the ministry is determined by his sheep handling skills. Now, when you go to the sheep, how you got to the sheep is very important. Did you use the door to come to the sheep? Or you use a window to go to the sheep? Now, if you don't use Jesus, if you don't go to the sheep through Christ. Now, I want to explain myself well, because most of you are not getting the message. You've got it wrong. When I say go to, to the sheep through Christ, I'm not talking about being born again. Come on, That's what I'm talking about. Being born again has nothing to do with this. You can be born again and go to a sheep by the window. (laughs) Going to a sheep, entering the sheepfold where the sheep are by the door is that, you see, Entering by the door is the way to relate with a sheep. And that way is not one. So anytime you approach a sheep, you should approach him through Christ. I can approach you through Christ today. And tomorrow I will jump and come to you. Now, if I jump and the day I jump to come to you is the day I'm coming to steal from you. When I come to you through Jesus, any time, any day, any moment, I come to you through Christ. I am coming to minister to you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You see, there are two types of shepherds. There's a type of shepherd when you have him, he ministers to you. He gives to you. So, that is the Psalm 23, verse 1 shepherd. Like when that shepherd is with you, he ministers to you. She gives to you. She, 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 she ministers to you. Blesses you. But there is a Zechariah 11, 6 shepherd. Nicola Basata Kapapapa. Zechariah 11, verse 16. I'm ending now. We need to end quickly. Quickly, Zechariah 11, verse 16. For lo, I will raise up a shepherd in the land which shall not visit those that be cut off. Neither shall seek the young one. 
nor heal that that is broken, nor feed that that standeth still, but he shall eat the flesh of the fat and tear their claws in pieces. This verse describes a shepherd unlike the Psalm 23 verse 1 shepherd. The Psalm 23 verse 1 shepherd is a giving shepherd. It's a ministering shepherd. It's a feeding shepherd. The, the, the Zechariah um, um, 11.16 is a sheep eating shepherd. So, so, get it right. When you are in front of a sheep, you can minister to it, feed it, bless it, or eat it. Every shepherd must know this before you live here. That if you, if you, if you, you see, and you see, you may think I don't know what I'm talking about. The day you come to a sheep through the window, not through Christ. If you are a sheep, pray that your shepherd never comes to you in his carnal state. He will eat you. That is why tonight you must listen to me because relating to your sh- to the sheep, that 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 five star quality and scale depends on Jesus the door. I can relate with you in such a way that when I'm done with you. I would have taken something from you. Extracted from you. Whether it is money or it is some land or your car or your whatever. I mean, let me tell you, even, even your happiness. Listen, every shepherd can eat sheep. Every shepherd can eat sheep. Male shepherds have eaten female sheep. Female shepherds have eaten male sheep. My dear friend, if you are not close to... That's why I said, blessed is he who comes to you in the name of the Lord. (laughs) <laughs> the, the, the person who comes to you in the name of the Lord is the one coming to minister to you because he has entered through the door. If you enter through Christ, you become a real shepherd. And I'm saying that that Christ is not being born again. If, 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 I, if this is my sheep and I'm going to relate with her 10 times a day, each time I must enter through Christ. The door. Each time. 
the only way she will be guaranteed true shepherding is when I came to her in the name of the Lord or when I entered through the door. If you don't enter through the door, you have nothing to offer. Many of you have eaten the destiny of your sheep because you were his sheep. His future in Christ has been eaten. He spent only two weeks in church. He's no more. We can't find him because you in church. Say Christ the door. door. Say Christ the door. door. Look, if you are not careful as a shepherd, you will be a In fact, I'm using that word inappropriately, but really I shouldn't use the word shepherd to describe such a person. It's, It's a thief. Listen to me, pastors, basenta leaders. Listen to me. You can spend your time with sheep using them. If your members are just there to be counted, you you are stealing from them. I mean, if you count your members more than you minister to them, you are a thief. I know it's getting tensions, but I'm ending the message. I said, if you count people more than you feed them, more than you spend time with them, more than you minister to them, then you have stolen their future. Most of you have stolen the, 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 the heavenly destinies of of most of the sheep who have come into your hands. Few men have remained. Where are they? Where are the members? What did you do with them? If you had related with them through the door. Ah, he said, I shall not want. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear because you are with me, which also means that because I am close to you because God is with you to the degree that you are with him. Yea, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of of death, I will not fear for thou art with me. For thou art with me. But that sentence is an end. Thou art with me is determined by how you wait with God. (laughs) Draw nigh to me and then I will draw nigh. So when you see someone standing near God, he approach God first. He came near God first before God will be near you. Draw near me. Always the first move is from you. Your 
work as a shepherd will turn into a disaster if you are not constantly standing in front of Christ as the door. You see, you must carry that door with you. When you meet, if you are going to this girl, you go with the door and you enter through the door. Because if you don't go with the door and you enter by another means, you will eat her. You will use her. You will use him. Tomorrow evening, are you a Basenta leader? You have members? When do you have your service? Thursday, yeah. On Thursday, you may go there just to go and count people and enter data. But no intention of going there through the door to minister to them. So that by the time they encounter you, they say that no, no. Claudia is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. Most of you sitting here, your sheep are wanting. They want love. They want a word. They want attention. They want guidance. They want spirituality. They want counsel. They want influence. While you are only using them for numbers. Only using them for numbers. I want to ask you. If you were to grade yourself as a shepherd. What impact? You see, that is why I did the second point as number two before coming to number three. Because that, that's the order. Because, you see, preaching, teaching, and healing, if that, is the, if that is the basis upon which you are relating with your sheep, you will be a good shepherd. So when you find a shepherd who is reading books, listening to messages, building himself, praying, fasting, that person is actually working as a shepherd using the door. Ministering shepherd. You got members, but you could not minister to them. You took from them. Where are they? You can't find them. So there may be a war on some of you. There will be a war. Relating with the sheep means relating with them, relating to them through Christ. Christ's love. Christ's passion. Christ's spirit. So, so you see that when you are in your room listening to unbeliever music, know that you are going to minister another spirit which makes you a robber. You see, many of you have robbed your members of their dignity in Christ. 
can your member say that he got to know Christ, became prayerful, became, became, became a lover of the word, became spiritual because of you? You use the sheep to feed yourself. Is there? The shepherds that do feed themselves. Feed themselves means that they just use the people to get what they want. The numbers they want, the attendance they want, the picture they want, even the name. Some of you have just got members that you use to make yourself a shepherd. So when they ask you, oh, oh, he's a pastor of the choir. Oh, she's a pastor of the, of, of the dancing stars. So all they do is that they just dance. Who has gone to heaven with dancing? Your member sits in front of you for 38 or 42 minutes of you preaching to the member. After 40 minutes, the person doesn't understand anything because you, 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 you are just making noises. Yes. You're just making noises. You don't know how to teach. But there's a picture of you teaching. You have done this. So you have used the person to, to get a picture onto Facebook. But the person has not, like, like they say, benefited from you. Relating well with the sheep means giving to, not taking from. Ah, say, there's a lot I can take from you. You know that. There's a lot I can take from you. And Paul would ask them. He said, well, when I was you, did I take anything from you? Did you, did you, did you, did you pay my rent? <laughs> what did you give me? There's a lot I can take from you. Oh, Yes. If I have someone like you, there's some, some financial situations in my life I can solve. Take it from you. If it's a girl, it's a look, I mean, I, I don't want to start this. I'll spoil the meeting. Yes. And there are shepherds who are feeding themselves. By the time he, is, he has finished with the, with, the, with, the, with the female sheep, his, his skin has descended. <laughs> if you want me to stop teaching, it's time. We can go. You are just with the girls... Getting feelings. Yes. 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 I'm talking today about relating. What type of relationship do you have with your sheep? Are you just using them? Taking from them? Taking pictures with them? Counting them? Or you are ministering the spirit, ministering the mind of God, ministering the will of God, ministering the grace of God, ministering stability, ministering establishment, ministering the love of God, ministering heaven. 
five reasons why you must relate well with your sheep. Five reasons, quickly. Number one, relating well with the sheep and not eating them. Relating well with the sheep makes them stay with you. Relating well. And when I say relating well, I'm sure you know now what it means to relate well with them. It means going to them through the door. If it's five times a day, five times to the door. Not four times to the door and, 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 and once there is it's, it's like, like, like uh, a self-sponsored visit. It makes them stay. When you relate well. John 6, 68. Relating well with the sheep makes them stay with you. Simon Peter answered and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. We have nowhere to go because your words give us life. You relate well with us. You see, you speak words that give us life. When your words give people life, they will never depart from you. Never. I have met in my lifetime, you know, I'm not an 80 year old man. In my lifetime, I have met people who hate me with every breath, but they can't resist my words. They can't. They are still around me because of my words. And it's not just preaching words. I don't want to give you details to confuse you. Words. 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 Words as in the words you speak, the words you minister, the words you text, your words. Your words can let people just be. When someone says, my text, he says when I am around you, I just feel love. When, I, when you talk to me, I, 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 I feel love. Not loved. I feel love. What do you minister? What do you minister? Is there even wisdom, counsel, guidance, direction, insight, revelation in your words? Empty words. That is if you have them. But today, your words can be enriched. You can live here tonight with a... I'm saying that men, you, you can't threaten someone to be in your center. You can't threaten. There is a power that pulls them. It's called centripetal force. It pulls them to you. They can hear, he said, when Christ spoke, they said, we have never heard anyone speak like this. You know, in your mouth are ropes you can use to tie people's destiny to you. But when you make yourself an area boy, kubolo boy, jimakla type of human being, useless, you are just there, you don't have a Bible, there's no effort, there's no desire, there's no fire. You can say this person has no passion. Like what he's doing, he's doing it under duress. Dry. Of course, no one, the people in your basenta, 
must be there for another reason. But if they are young boys, it means they are running away from home. So in, in that case, yours is a centrifugal force. Kanazua <laughs> Makataya. Why should you relate well? So that your members stay. They stay. Like, why, why do we have to go? And, and check the He asked them, Will you also go? Will you also go? There are people I have sacked. They say, I can't go. Where, where are you expecting me to go? But some of you, if you sack them, say, Oh, thank you. Can I have dropping? Can I have dropping? I've been waiting for this day. I've been waiting for this day. Can you clap your hands? Number two, my time is up. Relating well with the sheep makes them bring their friends to your meetings. Abba. John 1, 43. Relating well with the sheep makes the sheep bring their friends. You want your church to grow? Then listen to this point. Note it, underline it in red. This, this is how a church grows. Relating well with sheep makes them bring their friends. John 1, 43. The day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee and find that Philip and said unto him, follow me. Jesus would go forth, John 1, 43, into Galilee and find that Philip and said to him, follow me. 44, 44. Now, now, Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. 45, 45. Philip findeth Nathanael and said to him, we have found him. We, at long last, we have found the one our souls have He said, Moses in the law and the prophets wrote about him. We've been looking for him. May, may, may people find what they have been looking for through your lips, through your relationship, through your environment. May someone find the love the warmth of heart she has been desiring to have. Ah, sha, 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 sha. And when you touch them that way, when you touch them that way, that's when your church begins to grow. Because church growth is not by crusades. A church grows by Philip's finding Nathaniel's and bringing the Nathaniel's to Christ. That is how that is how the church grows. Which crusades? Churches don't grow. If you want to grow a church, it's not by outreaches. Mommy, you have been in this church. The outreaches we've done, we have filled this hall four times over. Where are they? You don't use we do outreaches because Jesus sent us. We do crusades because Jesus sent us. But to grow a church, if the members don't call their friends to come into the church, you will never have anything called church growth. Put up that data I gave you. I gave you something. Church growth survey. 
Yes. The Institute for American Church Growth conducted a poll among 14,000 people from a variety of churches and denominations. A a survey. 14,000 people. Different churches, denominations. Now, next verse. Asking them the question, who or what was responsible for your coming to Christ and the church? How did you come to church? Who brought you to church? Or what brought you to church? That was the question. And they asked the same question to... to, uh, um, They asked 14,000 people the same question. Now, let's look at the results. The results. One to two percent said, a special, I had a need, and I came. Two to three percent said, oh, we just walked in, we're just passing by. Two percent. Five to six percent came because of the pastor, the basenta leader. You only, if there are hundred members, you can only give five. Home visitation. One to two percent. That is going home to visit people. Visitation. Sheep seeking. <laughs> you don't know the value of the people sitting in your, in your church. <laughs> One to two percent. I, I didn't do this study. I'm not, I'm not, I didn't do this study. It's, it's, it's in Joel Komisky's book. It's a, it's a, it's, 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 it's one of the top church growth surveys which was done. Home visitation. Sunday school. 45%. Evangelistic crusade. 0.5%. Church program, convention, programs, uh, uh, um, sit by your soul, swollen Sunday, um, what Wednesday? What do you call Wednesday? Salvation Wednesday. Salvation t- t- Saturday. Two to three percent. Through a friend or relative. Seventy-five to ninety percent. This is how a church grows. A church grows by the members. If the members don't bring anybody, forget it. I said we will do outreaches. We will have crusades. We will visit our members. Why not? We have to do all that. But I'm just informing you that. Please sit down. Please sit down. Please sit down. If you are here, you are in the church, UD, Makane, or wherever, first love. And a friend, not a stranger, a friend brought you to church. You came to church through a friend or a relative, brother, sister, cousin, auntie, son, father, uncle, second cousin, or former boyfriend, relative, or a friend. Please stand to your feet. That's it. That's it. That's it. And a lot of those who are sitting down don't understand English. That's why they're sitting down. You know, so, so if you have a church of 20 members and you don't relate with them well, you will never grow your church because they are the ones going to grow the church. 
And they will grow it because they will bring someone. And they will bring, nobody will bring someone. You will not let someone taste a meal you ate and vomited. It's the meal you liked. The restaurant whose food you enjoyed. The choba that blew you away. You can't tell me you go. Morrow, morrow, morrow. You only invite someone to something you went. Can you clap your hands? It's a salon that fixed your hair well. That you invite your friends to go. The one who shared your wake. You will never send your mother, your cousin. Your, I said, clap your hands. You hear me? So when you are not relating with your members, using Christ the door, the words of Christ, the love of Christ, the passion of Christ, the zeal of Christ, the spirit of Christ, the presence of Christ. You are in your room masturbating. Which, 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 which spirit are you going to use to visit that person? You are in your room watching foolish movies. Listening to nonsense music. Your basenta. It's not your preaching which will grow it. It's your members. Who, who, who. So preach them well. Feed them. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I mean, can you imagine somebody shepherds you and you lack nothing? Wouldn't you call your friends to go there? I mean, this is where I lack nothing. So let's go. You too, you lack nothing. And when they go, they also lack nothing. And they keep going. Come and see. It's the standard way of building anything. Come and feel it. Come and experience it. Come and see. And it's not a billboard. It's not a church sign board. It is individual members. Because nothing can draw a person better than friendship. My friendship with you. We don't use signboard to great church. These are all just flashy nonsenses. The real source of growth is my friendship with you. Because you trust me. If I say that the guy preaches well, come. When you come, you see. I can't count how many have brought their friends to my service to hear me preach. And when they came, they stayed. You can't experience me and go back. But your members. What are you doing? What type of leader are you? What relationship do you have with them? Relating to the sheep is what I'm talking about tonight. To the door. Spiritual relationship. You are the one whose breasts as a man, your members must suck and draw the milk from. You shouldn't be sucking the girl's breasts. Stop it. But you will suck her breasts if you enter to the window 
jump. It, 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 it sexifies you. When you enter by a window or the roof, it, it, it sexuates. Sexuation. Sexification. That's why when you are going to visit, you pray. You are in the spirit. Otherwise, by the time you are returned, I said what? Your skin has descended. <laughs> Number three, we need to go home. The time is up, please. <laughs> uh, I'm having a good time. Relating well with the sheep makes them serve you. Makes them serve you. Relating well with the sheep makes them what? Serve you. Many of you don't have anyone serving you. Projection alone. I've got two useless ones and one correct one sitting there. (laughs) Just just projecting. (laughs) If I want someone to sing right now, my, my problem would be who should I choose? But you. You were born alone. You are ministering alone. And the chances that you will die alone. It's very high. First Kings 12 and verse 7. First Kings 12 and verse 7. And they speak unto him saying. If thou wilt be a servant unto these people this day. And will serve them. And answer them. And speak good words to them. They will be thy servants forever and ever. Beautiful. Be a servant to them. This is how to relate. Serve them. He that is the greatest among you. Myself. That's how to relate. You serve them. You become a servant to them. And you answer them. They, your members have got questions. But no, I, I, I'm not surprised. You don't know anything apart from dancing. What do you know? You've not read your Bible. You don't read books. You don't listen to messages. So the member has come with a life problem. A life issue. Expecting. I don't know who came to sit in front of me with a problem. I couldn't answer. Say, wait, let me go and see Bishop and come. What are you talking about? I'm going to consult and come. Consult who? I'm here. I'm here. Can your members come to you and they will have an answer? Is there look at it? And answer them. That is, have answers for their problems. And the answers come when you when you have worked a lot. You see, that's how we have professors. They've seen so many cases that they can even close. When I was in medical school, I had a professor who could smell a patient from afar. When he enters a room, a ward, so let's say PKUKC. Truly, there will be a PK. Final ketonuria. Final ketonuria. Somebody has diabetes. Ah, but dogs can sniff COVID. COVID patients, dogs sniff. Rats smell. You are better than a rat. Mm. 
when you have done a lot of ministry, you can sense fornicators from afar. Ah, but have we not been in church service of meetings that I can look at people's faces and say, you don't have a Bible? Have you not seen me before? Because when a person doesn't have a Bible, the face is a certain way. Why you not here? I, I say, you don't have a Bible. Stand up. And, and the shepherd said, I've lost my Bible. Why you not here? Answers. Sometimes I answer before the question comes. People come to church with a mind of meeting me after church. They never do. Because in the preaching, the answer came. I pray that the level of anointing you will operate in will be, will be, will be bizarre. Receive it now! Don't be dry. Don't be useless. Minister to people. Answer them. Answer them doesn't mean that when they call you bracket, you say, yay. No. Answer means that give answers. Give answers. Do you have answers? Are you a shepherd? You are a singer. You, what? You are a shepherd with members. Do you have answers? Foolish girl. Answers. Answers. And some don't have... A lot of questions are not asked with their mouth. Christ, as he was preaching, will answer them. He said he knew what was in their hearts. What spirituality do you have to pick things that they themselves don't know they are carrying? Stop running around and settle down. You are a pastor. You didn't hear me? I said, stop Right now, it's too much. You are not a rat. <laughs> Set, settle down and find, ask yourself, what do I need to do this work? What do I need? Determine that you will never be a useless leader. Any member who meets you should find it very difficult to walk away from you. Not with cupcakes or fried rice. But the aura you carry, your presence. I mean, when you stand there, they feel some vibrations. Most of you have no one serving you. You preach yourself. You arrange the chairs yourself. You take offerings yourself. You sing. Some of you are going to play the keyboard yourself. You dance yourself. Yeah. Small basenta meeting. You will sing. Do opumero. Take offerings yourself. I mean, why? Are you cursed? Why? But when you relate well with people, look at me. Even small meeting, I've got two keyboards here. I'm, I'm even, I don't know who I should let you play. 
if I want someone to carry me, I can get someone to carry me. Too many. Can you lift up your hands and ask the Lord to help you never to be alone? To have people serving you. It comes with relationships. 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 Relating with people. Relating. Relate. 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 Don't be alone. It's not good. Relate. And sometimes you would never know. Those who relate well, they don't throw people away by heart. Never. No, 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 no. You must walk away. Receive servants. I receive it. So I receive servants. I receive it. Old and young and old and young and boy and girl and man and woman. Receive servants. I receive it. Number, two, number four, I'm, we are ending. Relating well with the sheep makes them loyal to you. They become loyal to you. Never will leave you. First Chronicles 12 and verse 18. 1 Chron 12, 18. Beautiful. Then the spirit came upon Amasai who was chief of the captains. And he said, Thine are we, David, and on thy side, thou son of Jesse. Peace, peace be unto thy God. Peace, peace be unto thee. And peace be unto thine helpers. For thy God helpeth thee. Then David received them and made them captains of the bands. They came. Amasai Something entered him and he stood up. The first sentence was that, Thine are we. That's all. We are yours. We are yours. You see, and, and when, when someone says, Thine are we, and you don't go to them in, with Christ, you will eat them. Thine are we. Is there? Can you see there? It's like what family That's a pastor there. Do what you want, and look. Somebody can come to that place because you 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 related with her using Christ at the door. Then when she says, "Dine are we?" Then you now use window and roof, Saskatchewan. Loyal. Loyal. Slap me, kick me, send me, eat me, anything I'm with you. I pray that till you die. Till you die. You will always carry the door with you as you move to town. Because you, you don't know the authority and the power of a shepherd. When somebody throws her or his, 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 his confidence in you, thine are we. And on thy side, that is, if there's any problem, expect me to be by you. 
Zunagagada. Zanda Groga Gadima Gadiagada. On thy side. And last one. Last one. Relating well with the sheep guarantees helpers. That's the same verses there. It says, Peace be to thee. Peace, peace to thine helpers. For thy God helpeth thee. But even though thy God helpeth thee, by Amasai standing up to speak, David made them captains of the bank. There are some people eh, as they are around you, your ministry can touch them so much that when they speak, you will know that this is a shepherd. This is a pastor. This is a leader. This is a shepherd. You see, the helpers you need are waiting for you to relate well. Learn it today. Stop this. Run around. Relate well. Pray for them. You see, whole chapters of John in red. Press. Pray for them. Relate with them. Counsel them. Teach them. Preach to them. Love them. Be there for them. Dying are we? We, I mean, wherever we have gone to, we have no way. I mean, we are with you. Not even God. We did it. There's no God in this matter. Have you seen God here? No. Thine, I will, oh, uh, oh, that's a song. That's a hymn. Thy will not mine, O Lord. Thy rule, O Christ, begin. Arise, O morning star. No, it's not that one. Thine, I will, are you this man? Hey! I, hey. hey. I mean, these are words we, we use in our relationship with God. Lord, I surrender to you. I use me as you want. But you can, you can shepherd till you hear such words from the lips of men and women towards you. May your assignments receive help. There are things to do. There are things to do. Relate well with your sheep. So that you can get the help. For there is no man who is great except the man who is held. Rise your feet. Let's close. you lift your hands receive the anointing the anointing to relate well delaga relating by the spirits yes the spirit will say go close turn left say this don't go there use this verse the wind blew it where it listened lift your two hands to relate well, you use the door. And the door 
is the way of the wind, the wind of the Holy Spirit. The wind. Literally, the era of dryness, dryness, barrenness, uselessness, worthlessness, nothing to write home about. You are just making the number. I say you are just making the number. When we count shepherds, we just count you. But there's nothing you bring to the table. Lift your two hands and pray. Relating well gives you everything. 99% of your value in ministry comes from relating with the sheep. We are praying. We are not waiting for a guest preacher. We are not waiting for a man of God. We are praying. Sandaka, Sanaka, Tinaloa, Koria Gaga, Tanisova, Pelinaka, Twama, Twama, Kadiaka, Baba, Andiko Simi Hondeka, Konde Kandika, Kokaka, Kakatika Kaba, Amadiko Zemadiba Boba, Aliaga, Aliaga Goma, Goma, Gamaliba, Kemaliba Bosa Kataba, Andebobe, Kambolebobe, Aliamoma Sundini Makaba, Ikataba Santa Lababa. Relating well with the sheep makes them stay with you. Relating well with the sheep makes them bring their friends. Relating well with the sheep makes them serve you. Relating well with the sheep makes them loyal to you. Relating well with the sheep guarantees help us. Thank God. Lift your hands and thank him. Whether you are going to go home to listen to this again or think that because you were here, you know it. That would be determine your destiny. Lift your hands and thank him. And as you are thanking him, there's a flow of power into your life. There's a flow of power into your ministry. There's a flow of grace into your life. There's a flow of anointing into your life. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen.